Do you want to find more listeners to your podcast and make sure that people don't leave after they find it? One of the keys beyond just having great content is to make sure that it's easy for people to listen to your show. And one of the keys for that is to make sure that volume levels are consistent so they're not having to ride the volume knob. Today, I'm going to share four ways to do just that. What's happening, podcasters? This is 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Entzminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I want to see you succeed in your podcast. You can find me at toptieraudio.com, where I share this podcast and also help podcasters through things like consulting, editing, and the free content that I create, just like this podcast. So let's talk about today's content. You want your podcast to sound great. You want it to sound amazing, maybe Maybe audio quality doesn't necessarily bring new listeners, but you want to have it sound good so that people don't leave. You want them to think that you're professional, that you you want them to think that you care about them and about what you're creating. But as you're editing a show, maybe you started to notice that there's a track with very varied audio where the, the volume levels are just super up and super down. Maybe you had somebody on who was really, really loud at some points. Maybe they were laughing heavily into the microphone and other parts they were nearly whispering. And so there's a lot of variability. And you can see this not only when you've got an interview show where you've got two different people that are at a little bit of different volume level. Sometimes you can even see this maybe on your own show as you're doing the narration or you're doing the, a solo show or something like that. And as you're talking, you maybe notice that there's a lot of variability and you're thinking, you know what? This might make it hard for somebody to listen to my show because as they're driving down the car, driving down the road in their car or they're doing the dishes or they're working out, some parts are going to be really loud and some parts are going to be really soft. And it's just going to make it hard for them to address that or to, to listen to that. I've certainly seen that in the last five years that I've been involved in podcasting. I've seen it a, a number of times in my own show and in client shows that I've edited and also some podcasts that I've listened to and frankly, some podcasts that I've unsubscribed to because I just couldn't hear parts of the conversation without blowing my ears out for other parts of it. Today, I'm going to share with you four ways that you can address this with your show. So if this is happening to you, here are four ways that you can address this. They may not be the only ways. They're just the four that I'm going to share with you because I think they're probably the starting point. The first of these ways is honestly just to get the recording right or if necessary to go back and re-record. So this could include things like making sure that the microphone input gain is set appropriately so that it's not too loud, it's not too soft, and that it's right for the voices that you're recording. And then if you or one of the participants is going to be really varied, I, I know that I had a guest one time that was really animated and we did an in-person interview and there were some parts where he was soft, some parts where he wasn't, he wasn't shouting, but he was very animated, very loud. And in those kinds of instances, whether it's laughing or a loud person, if you can train yourself or the person that's involved who's got that really wide variability in their voice to move away from the microphone when they're going to be loud, especially if it's a laugh or something like that, if they can lean back and kind of laugh into the air or something like that, the microphone will still pick that up because it's going to be loud, but it won't make that input quite so loud. So it'll help you avoid things like clipping the input or just having this, this wide variability that we we've talked about. I know of several people who do this kind of thing, including uh, an editor that I learned from, Chris Curran, he does this kind of thing when he laughs on his show, and he, he laughs a lot, and so I know that he does this kind of thing as well. But let's assume right now, so that that's number one. Let's assume, though, that that's not going to work for what you're working on right now. Maybe you can't go back and re-record. Maybe it's just too late. So you've got a participant who's just got a lot of wide variation in their volume level. Maybe it's you. Okay, well, then the next thing you might try 
and this is probably the, the most correct answer if you can't get it right the first time, is to use compression to do this. But it's going to take some experience. It's going to take some time to dial this kind of thing in. And what you're going to want to do is just use a compressor to help lower the volume of the higher parts. And you're going to have to play with the settings to see how much and at what point to kick it in. As some general rules of thumb, you're probably going to want to set the the ratio somewhere between two to one and four to one. And you're probably going to want to you know, only bring off the tips of it and then bring the gain back up so that you can get your volume. I know that I'm using a lot of jargon right here, so I'm sorry about that. But setting compression is a bit of an art as well as a science. I've personally, I know that there have been times where I've had something that was so unwieldy that I've put as many as two, maybe even three compressors on a single track to do different things to help bring the volume level to a consistent place. I know other editors that do the very same thing. If they've got something where there's a lot of wide variability, they'll use one compressor to kind of take the edge off of it, and then they'll use another compressor to make it a little bit more level, and then maybe a third compressor to, to tweak it a little bit. That kind of thing can certainly help, and this is probably the most correct way to do it if you can't get it right the first time, or if you're doing, dealing with something that's already recorded and it's just too late. If that's not going to work for you, if you don't have the time to do that, or you don't have the experience or the interest, you may try a tool like Auphonic or Auphonic.com to, to do this. It's a, it's a leveler that includes what they call a adaptive leveling. It's basically, it's got some compression and some limiting built in, and it will help do this kind of thing. It's not going to be perfect, and it might not be quite as good as if somebody went through and did everything by hand, but it's going to get you pretty close, and that might be something worth trying out. And and I've, I've heard of people who use this at the end of their process, and that's certainly appropriate. That's what I do for this show to help make sure my levels are good, because I'm recording right now, sitting in my car, talking into a microphone on my phone, and there's, gonna, there's not going to be much post-processing on this. So I'm going to use Auphonic to help with that final portion of it. You can do that, but you can also do it on an input track, where if you've got a recording that one participant has a lot of wide variability, you can run just their track through Auphonic to get the, the loudness kind of set. You could run each one individually through as well. It's not a problem with doing that. And it will help smooth out some of that unevenness. Now, if they're widely variable all the time, from soft to loud to soft to loud, it's going to be hard for Auphonic to get it right. But if they've got sections that are kind of soft and sections that are kind of loud, it's certainly going to help with that kind of thing. Even with all of these three, th though, so a great recording or a really good recording using compression and potentially using Auphonic, there may still be times when you have to just go in and do some hand leveling. And what, what, what I mean right there is you may have to go in and adjust the volume a little bit for sections or little tiny portions. I, I see this a lot of times, even editing client shows, if I've got two participants who are in the same space or recording at the same time, and maybe one person starts talking over the other one, I may have to adjust volumes to make sure that both pe both people can be heard. You can do the same kind of thing on one track if you've got uh, a whisper that then goes really loud and then back to a whisper and the compressor and everything else don't quite get that dialed in. You can certainly do that as well to kind of adjust that volume. So those are the four strategies that I would recommend trying if you've got some wide variability in volume levels. First is to try and get the recording right the first time, or if you can, go back and fix it. The second would be to use compression, maybe more than one compressor to get the, the volumes more consistent. The third would be an automated tool like Auphonic. And the fourth one is in places where none of these other things are going to work, you may have to go in and do some things by hand using the volume adjustments for, for the particular piece of software that you're using. But these will help you get it so that people can listen better, can understand what you have to say, and will be more likely to stick with your podcast after they've found it. 
Now, facing a track like this right now, maybe maybe that's you. Maybe you're facing something like this right now, and it may be too late to to get that recording, but focusing on getting a great recording going forward as you learn from what happened the last time and continue to improve, that's going to make a huge adjustment. And, you know, I, I personally have used all four of these strategies at one point or another to help level a track. And I, I would recommend that you try any of those as well. And then share in the comments, if you've faced something like this, share what you did. Maybe you did something different and I can learn from you. Maybe you tried one of these and it didn't work or it did work. I'd love to hear from you. Share that in the comments. If you'd like to connect or subscribe to the show, the best play to do, place to do all of that is at toptieraudio.com. You can subscribe to the show right there. You can set up a consultation. We can talk about editing your show. You can contact me directly. TopTierAudio.com is the place for all of that. Thanks again. Now go out there and make a great podcast.